Hey, welcome to another Coaching You podcast with the coach, Brendan Sir. Today, our guest, John Gordon, the incredible author and speaker. He's the, the speaker and author to coaches worldwide. And on his new book, The Sale, with his co-author, Alec Jemchik. Alec is a former football player at the University of Missouri, 29 years old, a speaker, an author, incredibly talented. The most important thing you're going to have to know as a coach, and I think it will come out very clearly, is you have to have integrity because integrity leads to trust. And if you don't have trust in the players you coach, you can't coach. You don't coach basketball, football, whatever you, whatever sport you're involved in. You coach people. Sit back, get your pad out, take notes, because you're going to really learn from the great John Gordon. We're thrilled to have our longtime partners and friends at Dr. Dish Basketball on board as sponsors of the Coaching You podcast. Dr. Dish machines are undoubtedly the most user-friendly and advanced machines in the world of basketball today. Dr. Dish has completely revolutionized and reimagined the shooting machine to provide the best solution on the market. Join top programs around the world like Duke, North Carolina, Florida, and countless others and upgrade your shooting machine to Dr. Dish. Dr. Dish machines are the best way to increase purposeful reps in your program to get players better, faster, while tracking progress along the way. Dr. Dish provides so much more than just your standard shooting machines with custom training, pro trainers, and coaches on demand, real-time and detailed analytics, and top-of-the-line drills and workouts. If you're looking to take your program to the next level, look no further than Dr. Dish for the best basketball training machine in the world. If you have an old machine that's just collecting dust in your gym, did you know that you can trade that into Dr. Dish for up to $1,500 off and get a new dish? Make sure to give our friends at Dr. Dish a follow at Dr. Dish B-Ball on Twitter and Instagram for great daily drills, workouts, tips, and inspiration. Or contact us at drdishbasketball.com. Don't forget to mention Coaching You or our podcast for $300 off your purchase. Coaches, are you looking to take your game preparation to the next level? Then Fast Model Sports is the perfect coaching software for you. With FastDraw, build an organized library of plays and drills and create professional playbooks to share with your players and staff. You can also download over 9,500 free plays and drills from our play bank directly to your FastDraw account. Looking for a better way to build your scouting reports and want to include video? With FastScout, build custom scouting report templates to prepare your team best for each individual opponent. Plus, did you know with the latest updates from Fast Model Sports, you can now include video with your FastScout reports and share with your coaches and staff all within the FastScout mobile app. The combination of FastDraw and FastScout is by far the best way for you and your coaches to create winning game strategies and effectively communicate them to your team. Over 10,000 high school and youth coaches trust Fast Model Sports products to help their teams reach their goals. To order, go to FastModelSports.com. Use code COACHINGU15 to get 15% off any FastDraw or FastScout products. Remember, Go to FastModelSports.com, use code COACHINGU15 to get 15% off any FastDraw and FastScout products. 
Hey, welcome to another Coaching You podcast with the coach, Brendan Sir. And today I am so excited to have the authors of the brand new book, The Sale, the great John Gordon, Hall of Famer John Gordon, and our rookie of the year, Alex Demchik. Welcome both. Great to be with you, Brendan. Thanks for having us. I never got to say a rookie of the year. I always wanted to do that. But uh, uh, listen, uh, you guys, um, you know, I appreciate the copy of the book and every one of your books, John, you know, I love. And uh, this book especially touched me. Uh, and I'll be honest with you. And this, I think, will be something that I I wasn't looking forward to it. And I say that to our audience of coaches, wasn't looking forward to it because the book, the title, the sale, I'm saying, I've read a million business books. I'm not a salesman, even though I am a salesman every day. Um, I read the book. I couldn't put the darn thing down. Alex, why did you write the book? Yeah, well, you know, John and John and I writing it together, it was, it was really fun. And I think I've had the chance to be mentored by John for the last six years since I was 23 years old. And, you know, as, as I've been starting to speak at high schools and businesses and companies and sales teams all across the country, this message of character and integrity kept coming to the forefront. And so for us, as we talked about the book and what it could be, it was kind of a no brainer. The message that's so relevant in today's society, no matter what team you're on, no matter if you're a coach or if you're a CEO um, or if you're an entry level employee integrity has never been more important. And then even think about today, the great, the great resignation. You know, people are trying more than ever to find out how they can build trust and, and attract clients and retain top talent. And so truly the message of, of character and integrity and how we wove it into the story of this, this book um, has been super fun. And we just really wanted to make it a, a fun to read story, but also a convicting story and a very impactful story for people that read it. Brendan, that's how you know he's he's rookie. He's a rookie of the year because uh, you know he's sharp. He, <laughs> he 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 knew what he wanted to do with this book. Had a great idea. Got to give him all the credit in the world. He had this great idea, and yes, it's called the sale, but it's not a sales book. It's a leadership cool. book, and it's about integrity. And you know, coaches need to coach and lead with integrity to be successful. I mean, you can be successful in the short term without integrity, but in the long term. It will affect you. And I always say, don't sacrifice you know, your, your reputation. Don't sacrifice your legacy. Don't sacrifice ultimately who you want to be for short-term success. You may win today, but you will lose in the end. And when Alex showed me this book, this idea, and he wrote you know, the rough draft, the first rough draft, I saw it. I thought, okay, this is special. This is good. This has a lot of stuff we can work with. And then we just went to work as writers to fine tune it, tweak it, change the ending, change some of the of the storylines, and made it into a really, really compelling, strong book. But the 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 meat was there for this book to be great. You know, one the great Chuck Daly, my partner in coaching for years, uh, came to me, and John knows this story, Alex. That came to me uh, when the book Good for Great uh, was written and said, I, I just read a great coaching book. And I said, uh, Chuck, that's a business book. It's not a coaching book. He said, Brendan, I'm going to teach you something, as he always did. He said, every book, read it as if it's built, written for you. And w I did that with the sale. And it was the best, the best, because at where I'm at in my life right now, 
what I'm trying to do with my life, this book spoke to me. I marvel at the way you guys can write fables. How hard was that as a first-time writer, Alex, to write a fable? Yeah, and honestly, you talk about having almost big shoes to fill. It's like John is the author of now 26 books, many of them bestsellers. Right. And so, yeah, when I first, when we first started talking about it, it was kind of intimidating of, man, how in the world, what, what will John think of some of this stuff and bring him this idea? But I think what I had to remember is that the message that we're sharing in the book is bigger than me. It's bigger than John. It's bigger than both of us. And I think for anyone listening, it's like, man, when you feel like you have this message that you want to share, it, it is bigger than you. And and don't be held back by, oh man, will people, what will people think of the story? Um, I had to look past all those things. And I think the, the biggest thing I had to learn is that comparison is the thief of joy, you know? And so I could easily look at John and all of his books that he's done. And I could say, man, like I, I will never be as good an author as he is. But if I, if I allow myself to sit in those thoughts, like I'm not going to crank out future books and I'm not going to make an impact. And the same with my speaking career. John's been such a mentor for me. And, you know, it's such it's kind of a testament to the book. It's like for the last six years, I've seen him do all these amazing things and I've had the chance to work alongside him. And and so we've kind of built this trust. And so even the message of integrity in the book, we've kind of lived out and I've been able to learn from him. And so, yes, it was daunting at the beginning. But as we started working with the story and him kind of putting his magical touches on it, man, it's just so cool how it's fit in with his other books, but it also has this message that, you know, whether you're a coach or a business leader, you can really enjoy the book and take away actionable principles from it. And Brennan, some people say, this is my best book, which is great because <laughs> Alex wrote most of it. So I thought, oh, okay. So that must mean Alex is definitely a, a, a uh, on the path to being a phenomenal writer and will write many more books in his future. Again, 29, I wrote my first book when I was the energy bus, 35, 36 years old. So older, he's head of the game. And it was pretty cool because he earned my trust when we had the Northeast Athletic Conference wanting us to do the power of positive leadership to all of their schools. And Brendan, they had a budget that was 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 fitting of a, of a young man of Alex, not me. You know, <laughs> we've been doing this for, for years, right? And so... I said, I can't do it, but I got this great young speaker who'd be great for you and was an athlete, a quarterback in Mizzou. And you know, even doesn't look like a big quarterback, he was a really good quarterback. And so he'd be great for you guys. And Alex said, all right, I'll do it. And Alex lives in you know, Missouri, but now he's in the Northeast. And Alex, you may want to talk about that, but traffic in Boston and New York and New Jersey, and he's going from event to event speaking every day for like 13, 14 days sometimes twice a day at these, at these schools on the power of positive leadership. And they all loved it. The students loved it. The athletic boards and the departments loved it. Got such great feedback. I'm like, okay, this young guy was willing to do it. He's got it. That was a, like five years ago. And that made me realize this guy's got what it takes to be successful. So he came to me with this book. I'm not going to say no, of course, you know, you did all that, Alex. I'm going to be more open to what you can do and what you want to do. And I was receptive to that because I saw the, his character and his hard work. You know, John, one, one of the things about every one of your books is as you read them, you then identify with characters. And all of a sudden, the characters in your books make up the book. And, and uh, you know, so I want you, if you guys could, however you want to do it, to describe the different characters, Matt, 
you know, you know, Kendra, Nick, the son, Kennedy, the daughter, not your own, you know, the one in the book, Jerry, the grandfather, it described the characters and how they, so that when the people read the book, we talk about it a little more that they'll understand. I think the characters were fabulous. Yeah, that's a great question. So Matt is the main character of the book, as you'll read. And, and he, you know, Matt is in sales and he's in aviation sales. So he's in a very lucrative industry. And Matt's the type of guy that we tried to write it in a way where a lot of people could identify with Matt. Like I can identify in some ways with Matt. He's a guy that's hardworking. He, you know, he wants to be financially independent at a certain age. He has all these huge goals and aspirations. The problem is he's running at a pace in life where he's pushing others to the side, including his, his family members, the people closest to them. And so Kendra, as you mentioned, his wife, there's a point in the story where Kendra says, listen, I didn't sign up for this. If you don't make a change, like it's over, like I'm falling for divorce. And so that was a big point of the book. And, and so Matt is at work trying to have this high success, but he's, you know, not doing it the right way. And so the, the pivotal part in the book is Matt actually gets the chance to make the sale of a lifetime. And so in making this sale, he would actually make $7 million, which is, you know, a lot of money from where I come from. I don't know about you guys, but that's a lot of money for me. And so $7 million, he has the chance. He's, he can see it right in front of him. He can almost taste it, right? But the only problem is him and his team have to lack integrity to make it happen. They have to turn a blind eye. They have to falsify some information for the sale to go through. And so now there's this whole conundrum, like, what do I do? Do I make the sale and be financially free for life or do I do the right thing? And so he meets this mentor named Randy uh, that he meets and Randy teaches him these principles and laws about integrity that really change his mindset on the whole situation. And, and Brendan, for your listeners, John and I can't tell you the ending of the story. They'll no, have to I don't, read it. I don't, I don't want that. Yeah. I don't want that. I don't yeah, want yeah, that. You, yeah, you don't want it to ruin the surprise. But, but I will say, though, the main character, it's very cool to see the transformation in his life once he adapts some of these principles, principles that we can all use. Um, and it's a really transformational ending in his life. And, and Matt's grandfather, who owns and runs the company, who mentored Matt, who is the, you know, the uh, pinnacle leader. You know, he's the one who started it. He has the drive. He has the character. Everything basically runs because of the culture that he created. Their success as a result of his leadership. So Matt has a lot to live up to. So you see this grandfather, Jerry, who expects a lot, but also believes in Matt in a lot of ways, but unfortunately sees his lack of character. He sees his inability to to be a, a great leader, but he still loves him. He's still there for him, but he does challenge him. So Jerry is many in many ways that older leader, like you, Brendan. He's that older leader who is the wise, the wise sage. Like all the NBA coaches talk to you, Brendan. We know the GMs talk to you. We know the players. I know you don't like to be described as older, but you are now in your older years. And so with that, you're like that. That that the wise godfather that people come to now seven million we know as a as a former GM in the NBA that's not a lot of money to you we, we that know a, that that was a minimum contract for our guys yeah <laughs> but how did them guys how did the other guys sit out if they I offered them seven yeah <laughs> exactly they'd walk out but seven million to Matt is a lot of money you know I'm a little pissed off by your reference I called John all excited the other day Alex and I said man I look I got good news and I got bad news. 
uh, the good news is it's one of the best books you ever read. The bad news is I hope you wrote it. <laughs> and he said, no, you know, we did it together. You know, I said, great. I said, I'm the, I'm a character in the book. And I told him that. And I positioned myself not as Jerry, but as Randy and let the readers discover that. Randy but anyway, too, for sure. From the coaching. Yeah. Advice yeah. Thank yeah. You, thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Way to work your way out of that smoothie. Uh, but uh, listen, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Integrity is a word that we all use, and I think half of us don't know what the hell we're talking about. Okay, explain. Integrity is one of the most important things in the world for everyone, especially coaches. To my SEC coaches, uh, right now, um, integ- no, law number one: integrity builds trust. Let's talk about integrity and trust. Yeah, I think we all intuitively know it, right? And so if you think about the people in your own life who have made the biggest impact on you, you know, people who were there for you, people who they did what they said they were going to do. Like if you really thought about the top three most influential people in your life and all of our lives, I, I'm, I, I almost guarantee the people that you would describe are people who live with high levels of integrity. You know, Tony Dungy, he said, integrity is, is doing what's right versus what's convenient. And so often we have the chance every single day to do the convenient thing all the time. And, you know, I was at, I was at church yesterday or Sunday. I was at a church a few days ago. I saw Michael Porter Jr., you know, one of the best NBA players out there. And he actually wrote a testimonial for the sale and just talking with him. And, and what he said, he's like, it's the little things that, that, that amount to bigger things, you know. And, and even whether you're an NBA player or you're a coach, we all have opportunities to make these micro compromises, right, things that will – maybe get us ahead in the short term, but in the long term, people are going to see our character and be like, man, like I don't really want to associate with that person because I've seen their true colors. And so I think when you think at a micro level of your life, it's like, what are the little decisions that maybe I think are a no big deal? Maybe that are small rationalizations that over time they, you know, like Dave Ramsey talks about the debt snowball, almost like these snowball over time. And, and one day you'll look up and be like, man, I really made a terrible decision that really started out as some really small decisions added up over time. And so integrity builds trust. You know, um, Warren Buffett, he has a a net worth of $111 billion. He said, trust is like the air we breathe. When When it's present, no one even notices. But when trust is absent, you can't help but notice. And I think that's so true. You know, in the basketball world and in any industry, when you're on a team of people who you trust that are bought in, you can operate at such a high level, but when the opposite is true, man, it is so hard to build chemistry, to build a dynamic culture, um, and to grow as a team because you don't have that trust. And Brendan, even if other people don't see the sacrifices you're making or on the antithesis to that, the uh, mistakes you're making, the flaws that are in your character, even if they don't see the transgressions that are happening, you know, and your soul knows. And so even if you're getting away with something deep down, you know, and it will affect your soul. It will affect your character. It will affect you who you are in the future. If you know, you're not doing the right thing because deep down we all know. And the word integrity comes from the same root as integer, right? And integer means whole. It means complete. There's oneness there. When you have integrity, there is oneness, there is completeness, there is alignment, the word integrated, right? 
So integrity, integrated. You're integrated, you're aligned, and what you say and what you do are in alignment. And there's a completion and a wholeness to who you are, to how you operate, to what you do. And so your words and your actions match. And that is really how integrity comes from a spiritual and a soul perspective, a human perspective, and also how we act as leaders. It's everything. Uh, your friend, Andy Stanley, uh, John, describes trust as the ultimate form of human currency. And uh, I, I really believe that. And, you know, when, and you have to have integrity to get to trust. Is that right? If you don't have integrity, you will not have trust. So integrity is what builds the trust. The trust. And right. trust is the currency of personal and professional success. It's the currency of leadership. And it's mm -hmm. the currency of teamwork. If your team does not trust you, they will no. not follow you. If you don't trust each other as a team, you won't have a great team. So it's trust and integrity and alignment, that integer, that wholeness, that completeness. That's what creates the trust because of the integrity. All right. Now we're building to this now. Okay. So you understand how excited I get on Sundays when I call you, John, and I say, this coaching, this is the, one of the greatest coaching books I've ever read because this is now speaking to me. Now, when Randy asks the question in the book, what business are you in? He hits it out of the park for me. You, Alex, you want to explain as he was asking the question and our friend Matt's answer to what business are you in and how wrong he was? Yeah, and, and Randy is, is there. He's saying, hey, what business are you in? And Matt's saying, well, I'm in the aviation sales industry. And he's like, you're wrong. You're in the people business. You're in the integrity business. You're in a business that's bigger than just your industry, right? And I think at first, Matt's defensive. He's like, hey, hey man, don't tell me what industry I'm in. You know, I, I know what I do. But I think that, that was, a, one, it's really humbling for you to say that, Brendan, about the book in general. But two... Um, yeah, I mean, it's true. And in some ways, while we are in different industries, we are in the people business. We are in the, 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 the growth of leadership business. We are in the, the people and integrity business. And what would it look like for you, whether you're a sales rep or you're a, a college student, to take this principle and say, you know what? I am in the, the people business and I'm going to find a, I'm a people rep. I'm going to find a way to make others better in my life. I'm so excited to announce our new partner, Instat. Instat is a powerful web-based platform which enables you to store, edit, and share video linked to statistics. Their video database contains over 30,000 player profiles and nearly 7,000 team profiles. Thousands of basketball games from all over the world are uploaded daily, with many of them filmed exclusively by Instat. Instat's user-friendly interface is very intuitive. The flexible filtering system will fit the needs of coaches at all levels. You can sort through specific play types, locations on the court, lineups, and various other parameters. The Instat system contains multiple tools that clients from all over the world utilize for scouting, recruiting, coaching and player development, video editing, and tagging. They also take an individual approach to each client. The wide network of Instat account representatives allow Instat to best serve their clients 24-7. Also, Instat production specialists will provide you with a quick and precise breakdowns of your team and opponents in less than 10 hours. 
Need a certain game ready sooner? Instat gives you the ability to prioritize the specific games you want the data for first. Instat also provides free individual player access. So feel free to invite your players to the Instat platform so they can access their page, follow their performance, scout opponents, and share clips with other players and coaches. After each game, they can receive an individual one-page PDF report and video clips with all box score statistics. For more details, please visit our official website, instatsport.com forward slash basketball, and apply for a free one-month trial using code COACHINGYOULIVE. Again, that code is COACHINGYOULIVE. Contact Eric Stang at eric.stang at instatsport.com for more information on this offer as well. And that's E-R-I-C period S-T-A-N-G at I-N-S-T-A-T sport.com or click the link in our show notes. John, uh, when we get to uh, law number two, integrity allows for long-term success. That's been your whole life, in my opinion. You're you're an author, but the integrity that you have built up, the trust that you have built up, I don't care if you're talking to Dave Roberts, Dabo Sweeney, uh, you know, or or our friend Sean McVeigh. It doesn't matter, or the guy running a major Fortune, you know, fifty company. That has allowed you to build up for long term success. I think this is such a great law. It really is. I was thinking about the same thing, Brendan, with my life, with my career, my work. As you know, I don't ask for things and people then can trust me. I'm not here for a short-term gain. I'm Mm -hmm. not here with an agenda. I really do try to serve and help others and lead others in a positive way. And over time, by not asking for things, by being someone that they could trust, by showing up and helping them in any way possible, over time, that's made my career, my reputation as someone they know they can trust and is not here just to fill his own, his own ego. Now, do I gain a platform by working with these coaches and so forth? Yes, that does help me in the work that I do, but it's not why I do it. And I'm here to help coaches as much as possible. What showed me that I had trust of people the other day was I, I was stuck in Minneapolis going to Iowa and here I am stuck at the airport trying to, to get on the next flight. Not sure if it's going to make it. I check rental cars. They're all shut down. We're talking about a five-hour drive most likely from Minneapolis to Iowa. So I'm thinking, okay, what am I going to do? This is around 10 or 11 o'clock at night. Car oh. services all shut down. So I tweet, hey, would anyone want to give me a ride to Iowa from Minneapolis? And I'm no. happy to pay. Happy to pay. Next thing you know, people started to tweet back, I'll give you a ride. I'll give you a ride. Minnesota basketball coach, I'll come get you right now and I'll I'll drive you there. People were so nice, so generous, so kind. One guy said, I'll give you my car. (laughs) He goes, you can take my car. I said, no, but I'm not coming back. I'm flying back out of Iowa. He goes, don't worry about it. Just just, just keep it. I read the energy bus. It's all good. (laughs) And so, so... That really blew me away. And I thought, and my daughter saw the same thing. And my daughter said, wow, dad, people really trust you. And it meant so much to me. But that shows doing this for a long period of time, adding value and 
giving your life away to make a difference, make an impact, and not really ask, not asking for anything in return. Now, do I get paid to speak? Yes. That's just an exchange of energy. But really doing things the right way over time builds trust, builds integrity, and leads to long-term success as a result of that. I love it. That is great. Uh, Alice, when we get to law number three, integrity equals your best self. Uh, and, and, and these are these are so spot on, each one of these four laws. Talk about that, if you would. Yeah, I think when we have, as leaders, when we have integrity issues, maybe it's, maybe it's a small thing. Maybe it's like a white lie we told someone, or maybe it's a bigger thing where we've made a decision that really affects a lot of people. It's almost like we, ha we take on this baggage. Like It's like if you have this backpack, and I imagine everything that you do, you kind of just put another huge rock in your backpack. And so as you're as you're kind of walking along life or running, at some point you kind of get weighed down. At some point, you just can't, you just put you have so much baggage that you're dealing with in your own life and the things that you've done. And so at some point, I think you have to really be introspective and honest and say, what are my blind spots? What are areas that I need to make right? Maybe it's in your relationship. Maybe it's at work. I don't know what it is for each person. But as soon as you can start taking these rocks out of the backpack, you know, you know, figuratively and you can free yourself of that, you know, you truly are able to be your best self. You can, you can run on all cylinders. You can um, be integrated. Like John said earlier, you're a fully integrated person, a fully integrated coach. You're someone who you've dealt with your own stuff. And so you're freed up to then pour out to other people. And I think that's where a lot of leaders get stuck is, is they have so much going on in their own lives. No one, no one's perfect. None of us are perfect on this call, but they have so much going on that they can't even pour out to other people's because people because they have so much going on that maybe is self-imposed in their own life. And so I think what we're saying with that law is that integrity truly, when you when you live in such a way where you're you're honest, you're introspective, you maybe you're the first person to say, I'm sorry, you know, please forgive me. I want to make this right. You're freed up to be the best version of yourself and then compete at a higher level, perform at a higher level. You'll probably over the course of your life, you'll definitely make more money. You'll, you'll get more promotions um, and you'll just look back on your life and say, wow, like I'm proud of the way I did this. I, I, you know, I have contentment in the way that I did my work and I lived my life. Brendan, I, uh, when, I was, when I was in the uh, bar business way back when in Atlanta, 24 years old, and I opened up a bar in Buckhead, and there was a guy who owned the bar next door. And the guy always had sweaty, sweaty armpits. <laughs> and one of the guys said, hey, you know why that guy's always sweating so much? Because he's stealing from his partners. And so the guy was always sweating, always nervous. And so wow. he did not sleep well at night, right? In the long run, that bar did not make it. You can't have long-term success if you have short-term lack of integrity, right? So you have to make sure you're doing things the right way, frees you up to go after things, to create success, and you sleep really well at night when you operate in this way. We should write a book about your days in Buckhead, by the way. I know you did a little bit with the relationship grit, but I know. Oh, yeah. You know, but, but as a fable, John, as a fable. That's all uh, the real true story. Of relationship grit. I know that. that. I highly recommend you read that about That podcast book. is legendary to my coaches to listen to. We had quite a time, Catherine, John, and I. But uh, law number four, John, integrity frees you to live. I mean, it's similar to your best self, but how also? Uh, can it free you to live? 
Same, same thing we just talked about with the yeah. guy, right? You are yeah. not free to live if you are in a prison of failure and God, what's the word I keep looking for? I played pickleball this morning, Brandon, and my mind is not as sharp as, as normal. I was battling these 30-year-olds on the pickleball court. But when, when, you're, when you have a lack of character, you really can't be your best self. And then also now you imprison yourself and trap yourself in your flaws, in your mistakes, in your guilt, in your shame. And so when you're feeling that way, you're not free. And so you got to be free to be your best. And when you do things the right way, you're now free. Uh, Alex, uh, writing the book, what's your biggest takeaway at, that you got from it for yourself? I mean, you know, because it's a yeah, it's, it's a different deal. Yeah, it's it's not an easy process, and obviously, John could very much speak to that with doing cranking out twenty six of these things. But uh, what I've learned is that there's never the perfect. There's never going to be a perfect time to start writing. You know, there's never a time where you're going to, and I'm sure John could, could echo this. There's, you're not going to wake up one morning and say, you know what, today I have nothing else going on. This is the only thing I have to do. Like, that's just not going to, not going to happen. And so I think you have to get disciplined on what I've had to learn is whether it means maybe for people that have full-time jobs, that's, you know, maybe they get up before the, get up at five, 6 a.m. and carve out 30 minutes to say, you know what, three days this week, I'm going to be committed to working on my manuscript. And it, it might be a little ugly. It might not be where it needs to be, but I'm going to start writing. You know, something that John always encouraged me as I be, started getting into speaking is he would say, Alex, speaking leads to more speaking. So like what he said earlier, when I went out to the East Coast and I was, you know, a Midwest guy driving through New York, these people are honking at me, cussing out the window. You know, I'm thinking, man, what did I get? What did I get myself into? You know, and uh, it was quite an experience, but it was awesome. And in the same way, speaking leads to more speaking. I think writing leads to more writing. And, and if you discipline yourself with that habit, you're like, man, look how many pages I've done. So, yeah, I think that's what I've learned is you just have to discipline yourself to just do it. Brendan, we should have we should have had Alex come stay with you for a week before going to the Northeast. You would have prepared him with all the cursing, all the language, got him ready. I, I could have got him a real training camp of being from. I'm from Jersey. John's from New York, and so they were not cursing at you. That's how we say hello. Okay, that's how we say hello. I, I was I was wondering if that was it. That was the yes. case. And, and, and you know, I, sarcasm is a strength of people from the Northeast. It's not, you know, you know, they're not being bad people. It's just one of our strengths. It's the way we communicate. You never take anything from anyone else. You just hit them with a little dose of sarcasm. Uh, how, how would you like people, uh, John, uh, what do you think the, the best way for people to implement this? You're, you're always great at taking things and telling me how to, you know, to use something and, and, and you've done it in all of your books. Uh, you know, how, how best do we implement it? I had a coach that I was so excited about the other day, tell them it's the best book I ever read. And I said, he said, should I buy it for my whole team? I said, first you read it and have your whole staff read it. Mm -hmm. I said, if your staff doesn't have integrity, it doesn't matter. Now your team's going to see you're all full of, you know what? I said, if you don't have these two things. So how would you recommend to implement this? You know, I heard Alex say this the other day, which I, which I really love. He said, reflect on your choices. Use this book to reflect on your character and what decisions you're making. 
having written this book, when you write about integrity, you're thinking every day as an author of a book on integrity. Okay, I got to make sure that everything I do is integrity. <laughs> Am I not living integrity here? Because people are going to call you out if you don't. Oh, is yeah. this with integrity? Is that with integrity? I mean, speaking of the Women College Basketball Association, you know, for the for the final four, I was going there to speak, Brendan, and and we had a discrepancy on on timing, and I had to get to Fort Lauderdale, and you know we were disagreeing on the time I was supposed to speak, and what they told me was different, and I knew I had to make this flight, so I basically just said, "Hey, can you put me on a little earlier, and then you don't sure. have to pay me, don't pay me, I'll still fly up there, I'll speak, put me on earlier so I can make that flight, and then we'll all be good." And they were like, "Yeah, that sounds great. We have to pay you, awesome." <laughs> and guess what? It worked out great, and I felt good, you know, living with integrity in that way because. Even if there was a discrepancy, even if I, I feel like I was right, perhaps, you know, there's still going to be some upset feelings. So, you know what? Let's just make it so everyone feels good and we leave. That's long-term success. Do I lose out in, in the short term? Yes. But i got to tell you, the coaches there were amazing. The response was incredible. The feeling, the energy, there was like a, a spiritual feeling going through this room, like a spirit that I've not felt in a long time. And it was mm. so incredible. And the reaction and the connection to those coaches that day, because, you know, everyone's been away for COVID for a couple of years. They all came back and I only gave a 30 minute talk instead of the hour. But that 30 minutes was, I felt the best 30 minutes I've given in a long time. So for me, that just showed the power of integrity, doing things the right way. But that was a reflection on decisions, on choices, on integrity. So Alex and I hope that people read this book. And then they think more about their choices. They think more about integrity. They think about their character and they make better decisions going forward. And so that young man who's playing for a team and he has a choice to do the right thing or the wrong thing, he's going to choose to do the right thing as a result of this book. The coach who has a choice to do the wrong thing or the right thing is going to do the right thing because they read this book. And even though they say, you know what, I can get away with this, but you know what, in the long run, I'll know. In the long run, my team will know. In the long run, my soul knows. And they'll make the right decision based on reading this book. Alex, let me ask you, as a as a young person, you only get to say this for another year or two. Then you're not young anymore, okay? So as a young person uh, and a former uh, college athlete, uh, would you would a book like this, because the decisions that you have every day on a college campus are – incredible personal life social life athletic life right uh it never stop. academic life <laughs> should i take the paper that someone's offering me to do my assignment should i take the answers from this test that everyone else took in the class you know since they teach 500 kids the same class should i take these answers you know there's a you know because nothing that you learn in college really is going to help you in your future life we know that uh, but should i do that <laughs> uh, no, I, I, you know, I, I'm very strong about that. And, you know, you learn more, they're going to learn more about life in the 45 minutes we spend together than they'll learn in any class that they take in four years of college. Truly believe. Uh, anytime they hear John speak, they'll learn more than they would if, in four years at a college. And he went to Cornell and that's true. And, uh, you know, so would this benefit you as a team athlete? thousand percent and i think about back to my time as a college athlete i can i can i could tell you five players right now who should be in the nfl you know who i knew in college should be in the nfl but because of the decisions that they made 
they're not, and they're doing something else. I'm not saying that they're a failure for not going to the NFL. I mean, I would be calling myself a failure too because I didn't play in the NFL. But my point is their character decisions um, affected them in that way. I mean, last week I was doing a speaking engagement. The event planner put my speaking slot later in the day, and it was too late to where I had to miss my flight. And so literally last Friday, I spent the night in the airport. You know, I was in uh, Charlotte and it's like, I'm away from my daughter. I'm away from my wife. That's not ideal. But you know what? I didn't even tell the event planner. I just said, thank you so much. This was a great experience. I didn't even let them know because for me, it's like, you know what? I want to take some of these principles that, that we're writing about in the book. And I actually want to truly live them. And hopefully people in our lives will see that, you know, we're not perfect, but we're trying to live those. And I think to your point, Brendan, you know, especially school districts have been reaching out, college athletic programs, so important, especially for these, you know, younger people coming up. It's your care, you know, your your talent sets the floor, but your character sets the ceiling. And I think that's so important to, to remember. That's powerful. Man, that's powerful. John, anything, any words to bring me home on? You're the best. I love that where you talk about the talent, you know, sets the floor, right? How high can you go? How great yeah. can you be? And we always say that culture drives talent towards greatness. And we truly believe that character and your integrity will help you be the best that you can be. So if you got great talent and you have great character, you are in for a great ride. And so talent without character is like a race car without a steering wheel. A crash is very likely. But if you have talent and you have character, think about how great you can be. So, so we want people to read this book. We want people to get encouraged by it. We want people to know that, that it's not hard. Four simple laws that you can implement in your life and just start living with more integrity with your daily choices, your daily decisions. And it's so simple. Do the right thing. I remember my mom caught me in a lie when I was a teenager. And she said in her New York accent, Long Island don't ever lie to me again. She goes, if you lie to me, I can't trust you. And if I can't trust you, we can't have a relationship. Oh. I never, never lied, never lied to my mom again, right? And so you have to have great trust if you want to have a great relationship. My mom passed away at the age of 59, but I think about that often. And doing the right thing is something I try to teach my kids. Have I always done the right thing? No, I'm not perfect. We all make mistakes. Even though we wrote a book on integrity, we're not always going to be perfect. Sure. I write books on positivity. Sometimes I'm negative, right? It happens. We're not perfect as the words that we put on paper. But the goal is to be the best version of ourselves and to strive to be like what we're writing about. And so we take on that challenge ourselves, and we want you to take on that challenge as well. Alex, you're, uh, you're, you're going to be a superstar. And uh, how can uh, people out there that want you to come and speak to their teams, how can they get in touch with you? Yeah, thanks for asking that, Brendan. You know, you can go to thesalebook.com. That's where you can get the book, anywhere books are sold. And yeah, we've been doing, you know, workshops and keynotes all over the country. I just did a, a company offsite last weekend with a, a, re, a team that bought books for their entire company. And so it's been really exciting and fun. And so I think that's an easy way to implement this for your coaches that are listening. Hey, we would love to come in, whether it's virtual or even in person, that's even better. We would love to come in, do a workshop based on the book for your team. So you can find us at the sale And um, we would love to come in and make it a positive impact on your team. What's well, your you, personal website? So they know that too. Yeah. Yeah. My personal website is alexspeaking.com. 
AlexSpeaking.com. Easy, right? I love it. Pretty, pretty Very easy. Good. Alex is sharp. He's got a spe- he's got his own speaker bureau. He's I got don't like have four, any of that four stuff. Other businesses. He's got four other businesses besides this. Well, I'll, Alex, say, I'll say this. I'll, I'll say this too. Last little plug because John teed me up. So I have a company called <laughs> WriteMyBooks.com. So for any of your listeners, if they want to write a book, we're, we're helping about 12 authors right now. And John's been very helpful with that. Um, for other people who are like, you know what? I have a story. I want to share it. We have a team of writers who can come alongside them. WriteMyBooks.com. I'll call you later. <laughs> I've been asking for a book for you for, for years. I know. I, I, I thought about it. After I read this, I was so damn motivated, but, uh, you know, I was going to copy half of the book. <laughs> Wouldn't be a lot of integrity in there. <laughs> John, you are the best. We kept our streak alive, baby. This is the number one. I see it coming. It is fabulous. It's the coaching book for the summer. Uh, it, uh, I don't care what sport you coach. I don't care what age you, you coach. Coaching is coaching. Men, women, irregardless of sport. It's about people. And uh, congratulations to both of you. Absolutely fabulous. Hey, thanks, Brendan. Excited about being at Coaching You in Vegas this summer. Can't wait to speak at Coaching You. It's going to be a great lineup. Everyone's coming back, right? going to be amazing. So I think I should probably talk a little bit about this book besides the other principles, but but I'm fired up to see it Coaching You. Yeah, the, the, you know, I think it'll be good, you know. Uh, and, and, and for coaches out there, you know, when John has come and spoken before, uh, the NBA coaches who are our speakers would come to me and say, do you think John will come and meet with me? Do you think he will speak to my team? And these are guys, and John has gone on to work with, whether it be Doc Rivers with the Celtics or uh, the great Eric Spolster in Miami or numerous teams, uh, and you're a difference maker everywhere you go. The most influential coaching person in the country. Thanks, my brother. Thank you. I have goosebumps, absolute goosebumps uh, after that session. Uh, You can see how talented Alex is, uh, how mature he is for a young guy. Uh, John Gordon is, he's the best. He is the master coach of master coaches. He's been my coach for 14 years. He's been so instrumental in my career as a coach and as a business person. He has so many of the ideas we do in coaching you are from him. He is a master marketer. He is speaking to us at Coaching You in Las Vegas. This is the fourth or fifth time he's spoken. Every time he just, the NBA coaches will stay or come back or come if they're not invited to speak to listen to him. That's how good he is. He has that much influence over coaches in professional sports. He's really going to focus on positivity, integrity, trust, putting it all together for our coaches in Vegas. Please go to coachingyoulive.com forward slash 2022. Make sure you sign up. You don't want to miss our event in Vegas this year. Till next week, this is the coach, Brendan Sir. Sure.